go from A to B, can't be. Again, that's one of my favorites. Yeah, the, the song, be, that song is my song. That is my jam right there, man. Shout out to Drake for putting out classic music on the first th- the first swing through. It's you. I'm thinking So welcome, welcome, welcome everybody. Uh this is the first episode of Big Talk with Juicy and Jason. First episode in the middle of the tropical storm. Tropical storm. Etta Etta. I don't even know. That's her ETA is her name. ETA? That's her name. That's the same one? Yes, the same one. Wow. Anyway, it's raining, but uh, that's normal stuff for us here in uh, South Florida. So, um, welcome, welcome, welcome again. Big talk with Juicy and Big Daddy. My apologies. I said Jason the first time. I'm Big Daddy. Uh, that's what my wife affectionately calls me. Uh, my name is Jason. Uh, this is my lovely and amazing co-host. I'm Juicy, a.k.a. Maya Yep, I'm Maya. <laughs> <laughs> She's Maya every day, and that's Maya. So um, you just got a just got a big <laughs> dose of her in a nutshell. Uh, but we just want to take the time out to say first and foremost, thank you for listening. Thank you for tapping the icon and listening to our podcast. Uh, we are going to be coming from a perspective of a African American married couple. Um, we have been married for eight years. We have known each other for the better part of 15 years. A long time. Um, we have dated on and off. We started out sliding with each other when we met each other way back in our college days. How did we meet, meet Jason? Okay, well, let me explain how we met, met. So, I was a trainer at PRC, or excuse me, I wasn't a trainer yet, but I was getting there. I was working my way up the corporate ladder. <laughs> and so, I was tasked to come into the training classes to help with product knowledge and things of that nature and I walked in and I surveyed the room because at the time I was a young thundercat and I said to myself I know it's gonna be some bad ones in here definitely a thundercat so uh I walked in and I surveyed the room I was definitely a thundercat what is a thundercat a thundercat you know a young thing you know a thundercat is a car you ever saw the cartoon thundercat I don't remember oh my goodness so just you know a young strapping bull ready to go and, and, and do things and change lives i was out there looking for him i was on the prowl juicy don't put me on the spot like that. <laughs> anyway uh and so i went into the classroom i surveyed the classroom and i said there's some nice little prospects in here but she just stood out she was so chocolate and pretty and she had these brown eyes that i later found out were contacts but that's neither here or there and her hair was nice, and she had a shape, and that smile, oh my God, that smile was amazing. And so every time I had an opportunity, I would make sure that I talked to her or helped her extra. He was sweating me, y'all. I was sweating. I was sweating he hard. Was, he was sweating me, I was sweating so. hard, but she, she was feeling the kid a little bit, too. She could try to make it seem like she wasn't, but she was bending to a lot of my little requests of, like, kisses on the cheek. So first, and... let's back it on okay, up well, like a U-Haul to... truck. Yes, please do. You used to give me stuff like M&M's and used to leave like sweet notes on my desk wherever it is that I used to sit all the time because you know I had a specific seat that I used to sit in all the time. So that's why I was bending to those things because you did little sweet stuff like, oh, her name is M&M. She loves peanut M&M's. 
let me leave her some M&Ms. Or, hey, I'm going to write her a cute little note and put it where she sits. Or, you know, I'm going to make sure I sit next to her today so when she comes in, I can just smile real big. Like, it was, you was doing stuff. Don't just make it seem like, it was like, oh, I'm oh, just so going to kiss him. Because so, so you weren't feeling the kid because I said that. I said that you were feeling me too. I said that. Yeah, but only because you were doing stuff. I don't want you to... Oh, so, so I was cause, No, because you're making it sound like, oh, just because I walked in the room, she was feeling me. No, you do little stuff. Because I had a boyfriend. I, was in I had a girlfriend. Me too. Hey. Yeah, but you just said you was on the prowl. I wasn't on the prowl. You used to do little shit. So you trying to tell me <laughs> that even with a boyfriend, those little things were working? Well, those little things were working because with my boyfriend at the time, it was shaky. We were, you know, we were a little rocky at the time. Well, my relationship wasn't rocky. I was just out wilding. That's what early 20s looked like for me. uh, Late late teens, early 20s looked like for me. So (laughs) that's what you were doing. I was wilding at the time. But uh, she caught my eye. Um, We became friends first. We really built a relationship. We talked a lot. And you know we started. He was my and we started having sex, and so uh, we were really good friends. And, and I used to talk to him all the time. We had sex a lot, and uh, you he know. he's a nice person. Jason is really a good person, and I'm very happy that I married him. But he was a spider. He was a he was a H O E. Thank 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 you, <laughs> thank you, Juicy, for telling the whole world. I really appreciate it. So uh, our relationship has spanned over that long period of time, and we got married two thousand thirteen. Uh, Twelve. It was two thousand twelve. Ethan was born two thousand thirteen. You are being a typical man right now. Normally, you always remember our wedding stuff, and I'm the one that forgets. Normally, that's accurate, which is which plays perfectly into the first episode of our podcast because gender we're going to talk about gender roles yes, today. That's but correct. still, you slipping. Don't slip with the people. Yeah, get Some, it together. Sometimes. Plants fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Can't people be plants sometimes? Exactly. We all make mistakes. We're human. We <laughs> okay, so we got married in November of 2012, and things have been a, a great and amazing roller coaster ride since then. Um, I affectionately call our marriage a roller coaster ride. Juicy and I love roller coasters, love theme parks, and so we go. As often as we can, we ride the biggest and best roller coasters, and I think our marriage has been nothing short of that. Great peaks, great valleys, uh, scared. uh, Definitely scared. (laughs) (laughs) Drops in the pit of our stomach, changes left and right, twists and turns, but we've been together the whole ride, and I would not want to be on this ride with anybody else except her, so... Uh, we're Aww. here to kind of yeah, that's right. I'm saucy. That was so sweet. <laughs> but we're here to just kind of discuss marriage topics that come up in marriage. Uh, juicy, Not just marriage though. Long term relationships, dating. life. Yes, absolutely. Sex. Ooh. You're such a cornball. Me. <laughs> um, and what happens a lot of times? Uh, Juicy's a magnet for people to uh seek relationship advice from and i don't know why because i'd be confused myself (laughs) (laughs) i really do like Um, a lot of her friends some of her some people that aren't necessarily friends either come to her and ask questions about what they should and shouldn't do 
Um, those questions often make it to, you know, our bed or those questions, those questions often make it to our couch and we have those discussions together and I provide my two to 12 cents depending on the day. Uh, and you know, she then reports back to them and uh, most people think we give phenomenal advice. Would you say so, Juicy? Yeah, they do. They we haven't had many complaints. Yeah. And so, uh, what we thought we could do is take these opportunities to feed that information to the world. Some of those topics that have come up over time, we've written them down and talked about them and we have perspective. We're very different people, thank God. And so that allows us to provide different perspectives on it. We grew up in different areas, even though it was all South Florida, it was definitely um definitely not the same place. We grew up on total opposite ends of Absolutely. the track. Like Absolutely. completely opposite. I don't know how, how we even like God is good. Gotta bring you together if you need to. Say <laughs> this really y'all are supposed good. to be together. Y'all need to go out there and uh, minister yeah. to the people. So, so, so like he said, we're gonna talk about relationships, sex, drugs. You have drugs on here, babe. That's right, cause people do drugs. People be doing drugs sometimes. Drugs, cheating, and much more. So, children. Did we talk about our kids? We haven't talked about our kids, but, you know, we don't want to scare the people off talking about babies. But we got kids. And kids play a big part in our marriage and in our life. That's accurate. However, however, I don't think... (laughs) And Ethan asks, can he premiere on the podcast? Ethan can come in episode seven or something. Okay? Because, again, he he think he owned the world. We have two amazing children, uh, Sanai, who's 13, and Ethan, who's seven. No, we're not having any more. Thank you for asking. That's it. We really appreciate your concern. That's if you ask, it. you will be blocked. That's what? how serious it is. Uh, but, um, yes, children play a major role in marriages, too. And so, um, again, speaks to what we're going to talk about today with our gender roles. Who does what in the household? What falls under whose category and things of that nature? So, Let's just roll right into it. So what I like to do is find a definition of things. Um, And so what I did was Google gender roles. And this is what Google had to say about it. The all time, the all knowing and all wise Google had to say. Google knows everything. The role or the role or behavior learned by a person as appropriate to their gender determined by prevailing cultural norms. That last part, I think, is the biggest thing of it is that. Gender roles are set by society. Somebody out there said that men are supposed to go and chop down trees or, you know, hunt and bring back food to the to the pack or to the to the house. Um, And said that women were supposed to sit home and, you know, cook up that meal that that man brought back home. And she's supposed to be a homemaker and things of that nature. For me, um, I think gender roles really should be should be however you decide to uh, define them um juicy what do you think about gender roles to me gender roles are literally just um (laughs) yeah i guess just what jason said you know uh way back in the day we learned me tarzan you jane so we learned that men are supposed to be these big hunks of muscles and going out they always gotta have muscles i mean that's what they're supposed to have. I can't do that many push-ups, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> I got, got about a good 15 and 20 in it. Oh, that's it. Gosh. I'm tapping out. 
So men are supposed to be, you know, hunters and gatherers and women are just supposed to be at home barefoot and pregnant. That's basically how society has described gender roles from, you know, back in the day. I mean, we we have evolved since then. I think um, a lot of women, society, the 2000 and, and mm, the 2000s have kind of crushed gender roles a lot. In my personal opinion. But from back in the day, I believe that's what gender roles were. Just being exactly what society said that you're supposed to be when it comes to men and women. I think I think you're pretty accurate. I mean, I, I, I necessarily agree with that. I just think that um, the gender roles change over time. And it's so crazy for people to even have a conversation about gender roles in 2020. Considering the fact that if you look back at what you would call a man or what a woman's role, a man or a woman's role in a relationship from 1940 and base it on now, it will probably be polar opposites. Totally. I think that uh, men are now called to do a lot more, especially during the pandemic, um, are called to do a lot more in a relationship. I have to disagree with you with that. But go ahead, finish your sentence. I was going to say, allow me to finish the sentence. When it comes to emotional needs... Once upon a time in uh, man land, we were not, you know, the emotional person in the relationship. We didn't express our emotions unless it was anger or, you know, disappointment. You know, it was never, hey, I love you. Let me express my love to you. Let me uh, walk you through my love languages. But that only happened during the pandemic. That's just, well, just now. I said it's especially. Oh, especially. Okay. During the pandemic. Um I would think that most men in today's world are allowed to express themselves or I would hope women are giving them space to allow uh, to express themselves as much as they need to, whatever their feelings are. But once upon a time, it wasn't something that men were doing. We weren't walking around telling you that we were hurt, disappointed. We uh, if we needed to cry or anything. But I think most men don't do that. I think you are a very um, emotionally aware man. And I think that's why you feel that way. But I feel from talking to, you know, a lot of my friends and just women in general, um, that men don't really share their emotions like that. That's just not something that they do. So you don't think it's changed since the... the... I think um, it's changed not much, when it, especially when it comes to emotions. I feel like... Men do their best to fit into, you know, the stereotypical definition of what a man is and what masculinity is with being aggressive, you know, not really talking about their feelings. Men don't cry. Men don't, um, you know, men only supposed to take out garbage. They not supposed to do nothing in the house. Men don't cook. You know, they're the decision makers. This is what I said and this is what's going to go. And I feel like a lot of men feel that way now um what i'm i'm waiting on you to finish oh okay you looked at me like yeah Yeah. well i I, my intention was not to cut you off so that was just me having a thought i looked at you that way and then that's all (laughs) go ahead so um i think that still is the way a lot the majority of men are now i think you get really lucky to find the minority when it comes to men and masculinity and gender roles 
what you said, um, what I will call more emotionally aware, right? You don't really find that a lot. Well, I actually beg to differ. In this day and age, I think that people are really trying to push that part of the narrative forward. I think that women in particular are looking for a man who is willing to express themselves more, who is willing to cry if necessary, to express their disappointment, to express their happiness, to uh, express their love and compassion for their partner. And I think that with all of the people that are pushing therapy and having couples counseling, which are things that men stereotypically over time decided that we weren't going to do that. We weren't going to do that. We were going to just stay away from being, you know, emotionally vulnerable. I think now there's a lot more people that's willing to do so. Maybe they aren't doing it, but if somebody, a girl in particular, because men do a lot of things for women, if they bought it to the table for them, they'd give it a shot. Go ahead. <laughs> She's raising her hand. Yes, I am raising She's in my class. hand. I want to know how many men do you know that do that? Because I know quite a few women just, you know, like I said, I talked to, you know, women talk about a lot of different things all the time. So I know quite a few women that say, I wish my husband was more expressive. I wish my boyfriend would talk to me about how he feels. I wish that he would go to therapy, but he doesn't believe in therapy because he feels like men don't supposed to do that or he doesn't share his feelings in a, a way that we can actually talk about it, he lashes out and talks to me about whatever it is that he needs to talk to me about. It comes out angry. He's always aggressive. We can't sit down and have regular conversations or he's just not open to that. So how many men do you know that are open to that? I can think of three off the top of my head that are. Mm. Uh, they are married or in long-term relationships. That are but, heterosexual. What, uh, okay, one of them's not, but the other ones are. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that that's more than what the norm will be. I, I really think that that's, that's more... Well, one, let's put it in perspective. There's not a ton of guys that I'm hanging out with or that I really know to have those kind of conversations with. So let's just put that out there. That's so true. It's probably a total of maybe 14 or 15 people. So I think out of that, maybe 15 people, I think four of them that I know for sure. No, bro, you just said three. I said four. You did I say? No, you okay, said so three. three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you said. Okay, that's no problem. Yeah. So out of the out of that group, there's three that I can off the top of my head identify and say I know that these guys either have gone or are willing to go and express themselves to each other, like talking and saying, "Nah, you know, I think that my wife was wrong, and you know, it really hurt me that she decided to take that." It stance. hurt me. Yeah. Wow. Well, when we get off air, I need to know what guy said this. No because problem. Because you've never expressed that to me. That dude say, "Oh, I was." I'm not hurt. supposed to tell you all a business, bro. That's part of the. Oh. That's pro. Yes, it's part of the problem. Absolutely. But I be telling you everything. So this. So now we're gonna start having secrets. No, it's not about yes. secrets. Yes, it's not yes, about yes. secrets. Let me. Because explain. every time I get off the phone with whoever it is, I'm on the phone with, unless it's a really close person in there, like yo, my don't tell Jason, unless that happens. Everything that I talk about with my friends or whoever it is, you know. 
So, so that means, so you having secret conversations. So it's like a secret society, a cult that y'all have. Y'all have all these conversations and you're not even expressing it to me. So, so we're clear. No, so, no, 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 no. So we're clear. So we're clear. That's crazy. You done? No. That's crazy. <laughs> so we're clear. Guys are already nervous about doing these things. Don't get me wrong. They're willing to do that, but, but they're but, already. Okay. So you're not going to let me talk. No, because you're missing the point. No, I'm not missing the point. I'm trying to explain it to you. But I don't want to know what guys are doing right now. Right now, that's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about is the fact that you are coming home after having having these conversations with these people. And you're not saying, Juicy, guess what we talked about today. Because I asked you what y'all talking about. You're being a gossiper, bro. You don't gossip to your wife? Yes. That's not what that is. Oh, okay. So I feel you. Sis. One for a guy to be that vulnerable, you have to allow them that space. Guys, I just want you to know that I'm finding out some new things about our relationship right now. There's you, some new you stuff. You have to allow that space for people. You have to allow men, in particular, to. And this is part of the reason why guys don't want to tell their wives or their their significant others these things. Why? Because when they start talking about them, then their significant other, instead of saying, "Okay, well, what did my what did my husband tell me that that made sense?" You know what she's gonna do? She's gonna respond, and you'll have a conversation about it. But then she's gonna go and tell uh, Lisa. But that's and Lisa got do. the big mouth. And on top of that, she look at you with disdain. And then the mm. second all y'all in the circle had three too many drinks, Lisa going to bring it up. Uh-huh. That's why you ain't... That is not true. That is not true. It's not? No, it is not oh, true. Oh, my goodness. And I want to just go ahead and point this out one more time. The point that we were making just a second ago is the fact that you going out and having these conversations with people and you not coming back and telling me. How the hell they going to know that you coming back and telling me what y'all talked about? Because, they going to know that because we have a pillow point, talk. At one point, you're going to be around uh, Timothy. And you're going to be chilling and Tim's going to say something to you that's going to strike a nerve after the third drink. And you're going to say, well, Tim, that's why your little hurt ass was no, hurt the other day. No, that's a lie. That's not even who I am. Because you wouldn't tell your wife that that, 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 Nah, that ain't even who okay, I am. Okay, well, that's fine. But that's fine. let's go ahead and talk about, what was that point that you said so I can say it? I can't because you keep cutting me off and I can't okay, finish Okay, go ahead because I was going to say something. Well, I don't know what I was saying now. So, please. Well, you have I just to say, want to make sure that... um we know and understand that, yes, out of the 14 people that you know, three of those men will express their feelings. But out of the 25 women that I've talked to, 20 of those men are not saying, hey, I feel this way, or babe, you hurt my feelings because, or whatever. And you only just now started to talk about your feelings and say that, Juicy, you hurt my feelings when you said this, or it bothers me when you said that. Only just now. And I'm glad you said that because during a time period, I was not comfortable expressing that. You didn't, and don't get me wrong, it's not totally your fault. I would say it's about 30% your fault. You have to, (laughs) you have to, Make sure that they are in a space that they feel comfortable having those conversations, okay? Being able to express those things without backlash, without you looking at them different, without you saying to yourself, wow, this guy is a punk. Or I can't believe he bust out and started crying in the end of Bambi because the mama got shot. So let's let's talk about this part. 
I understand what you're saying. I get that. We do have to, women do have to be able to create a safe space for men to be able to talk about whatever it is that they need to talk about. But not just women need to do that. Men also have to do the same thing. Which is why I only gave you 30% of the blame. (laughs) I'm just saying. That's the reason why I'm saying it's not totally your fault. It's never totally the girl's fault. Okay. So men also have to be able to do the same thing. Allow women to be able to express their feelings to them as well. However, in our case, in our own personal relationship, in our little bubble of, you know, loveness that we have going on, very early on in our relationship, you've cried in front of me. You expressed how you felt about things that did not have to do with our relationship directly, but you were afforded the space to be able to express your feelings to me. Now, I feel like in our own personal relationship, you decided, okay, well, because of this has something to do with she and I, I'm not going to express those feelings to her. That was a choice that you made. I don't think that I've ever gave you a reason not to be able to express your feelings to me, especially since, like I said, very early on in our relationship, you were able to express your emotions and you were able to express your feelings about whatever it was. I've never shut down any conversations that you wanted to have with me when it came to anything. It was your choice to say, you know what? I'm not going to tell Juicy this today. I'm just going to go ahead and keep that to myself. That's how I feel about our own specific relationship. So am I right about that or am I wrong? Like, am I totally off? No, no, you're not totally off. Um, You are right in a sense that it was a choice, but the choice was made based off of reactions to conversations that we've had in the past. Now, let's give examples. You know, I lost my mom. It was something that was very traumatic for me and took a long time for me to get to a point where I could actually feel like I'm handling it well. And so during those time periods, I had I needed to cry and you gave me space to do that. I needed to be sad. You gave me space to do that. And I really appreciate that. But when things came to our relationship, if it had to do with outside women if it had to do with how I felt in our relationship I didn't necessarily feel comfortable laying that information out there or having that conversation with you because of your reaction to those things you don't react well to oh you know I think that you aren't talking to me uh, the way I think you should be or I don't think you're giving me the space to express myself without being angry or being mad for multiple days thank god you don't do that anymore But during the time period, you would be mad for three, four, five days. And now I have to walk around my house, which, in my personal opinion, is the worst thing ever to be locked in a house with a mad black woman for days. Not locked in. Not like, hold on, I'm not being held captive. That's not what I mean. But I mean, like, you know, I have to come home and I have to be able to decompress here. I have to be calm i would like to things to flow well and if you're mad for four days in a row not talking sidestepping me not kissing me no affection being upset all of this stuff regularly then how, what am i supposed to do do i want to come home and have that conversation of course not because i know that it might not necessarily that it will and it sucks that i took that opportunity away from you but um it might lead to you being mad for four days and i will prefer not to deal with that But what happened to the times before that? Because 
in our relationship, like I said, we used to talk about other stuff in our relationship. Meaning other stuff, i.e. <clears throat> how you felt about our relationship, the way that you felt about other women in our relationship. And I even gave you the space to say, okay, well, you know what, Jason? You want to talk to this bitch? Talk to this bitch. Whatever. I just don't want you to be sneaky about it. No, I'm tripping. I don't remember you saying that, but okay. Mm, well, we used to live in the Winston. What person are we talking about? So you want me to say the no, name of the thing? No, of course thing? not. Why would we so there was a specific girl that you used to want to talk to. And I used to be like, okay, you can talk to her. But I don't want you to have to go outside and feel like, oh, this is when you're going to sneak on the phone and talk to this person. I understand what you mean. Yes, you said that, but I didn't believe you. And that was my fault. And this, again, is why I only gave you 30% of the blame. No, but that's what I'm trying to explain to you. I shouldn't have any of the blame. No, yes. Because I gave you the space. If I have blame, it should be 15%. Okay, we can reduce the amount of blame that you you wear in this. But I just want you to understand that there were instances where you showed opposite of that. You didn't. Yes, you said that. But no guy believes that his wife is going to. So you just didn't believe me. But that's not my fault that you didn't believe me. I didn't believe you. And based on conversations that have happened in the past, based on things that we had talked about, your reaction to them were different from what you said. So when it comes to that specific situation, we just gonna that's, stay that specific one. situation. But what I'm saying is, is it, everything is not that specific situation. Okay, you are going to, you are going to along Ooh. the way. First off, how do we even get on this conversation? Because this don't have nothing to do with gender roles. It does have to do with gender roles because we are already talking about the sensitivity or lack thereof that a man has in gender roles. The uh, the fact that he needs to be able to express himself. And I think that guys Mm -hmm. have come a long way in doing so. Yes, they have. Okay, you just want to cut me off. You don't want me to say nothing. Okay, go ahead. No, you can say I'm listening because I'm I'm fired up. I'm ready. I understand why. I'm ready. Because... Because, listen, it is not my fault that you did not. And and the reason why a lot of those times I reacted differently when it comes to those situations is because your fuck ass was being sneaky. I don't mean fuck ass like in a mean way right now. I'm just saying. I'm just expressing myself, okay? You were being sneaky and you were not coming to me and having conversations with me about things before they happened or as they were happening. So, in a response to you lying and covering up whatever it is that you were doing, I responded in an angry way because you were not being upfront with me. You were not coming to me and saying, hey, Juicy, this is what's going on. This is what I'm doing. This is why I'm doing it. No, it came up like, oh, shit. It's text message. Hey, Jason, what is this? And then that's when a blow up happened. So, again, I've always given you space and opportunity to talk to me about things. It was just always your choice to say, okay, I'm going to keep this secret. I'm going to keep this apart. I'm going to make sure that I operate in whatever uh element it is that I feel like I should operate in and just not tell her so that way when I found out it was like because I've always told you hey Jason whatever it is that you want to talk to me about go ahead and bring it up to me let's talk about it let's get that out if you feel like hey y'all I told this nigga if you want to have sex with another person come to me and talk to me about it let's have the conversation no I ain't never tell you that you said that so I've always given you space and opportunities to do so. I'm trying to figure out why I get the blame. 
first of when all, your ass was you was lying. Fifteen percent is not that big. That's no, not, but you gave me thirty. First. Okay, it still ain't that. I big. I had to it's negotiate. 70, that's seventy percent. No, my fault. no, that's 70, no. percent on the opposite. As a matter end. of fact, I think I should only have five percent. Now well, that I'm thinking listen, about you it, you worried about the blame way too much. You no. worried about it way too much. <laughs> and and but what I this let me explain it to you. Let me explain it to you. It wasn't just those situations. Remember, you we we are around and together all the time, right? So there's billions and billions and billions and billions and billions and billions of things that we've gone over, talked about, and you've had adverse reactions to them. Truth told. Nah, bruh. Okay, so, all right. So then let's move on. Let's this move topic on, yes. This is let's not, move on. This is not going to get us where, no, nowhere. <laughs> yes, this is not please. what we wanted to discuss in the first place because it's obvious that we have very different views on that. So do you think, let's pose a question here. Do you think, that we fit into these gender roles. No. Or what society calls a gender role. No. Uh, upon Googling, remember Google knows all, upon Googling gender roles, these are the traditional gender roles for women, the feminine version. They're not aggressive. They're dependent, easily influenced, submissive, passive, home-oriented, easily hurt emotionally, indecisive, Talkative, gentle, sensitive to others' feelings, very desirous of security, cries a lot, emotional, verbal, kind, tactful, and nurturing. No. <laughs> these are, <laughs> I already answered the, these are the stereotypes for men. Aggressive, independent. Do you have to read it like that? Yes, I do. <laughs> Not easily influenced. Dominant, active, worldly. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> not easily hurt emotionally. Decisive. Not at all talkative. Tough. Less sensitive to others' feelings. Not very desirous of security. <laughs> Rarely cries. Logical. Analytical. Cruel. Blunt. Not nurturing. No. <laughs> so, so you're <laughs> no. telling me that Google's wrong. I'm telling you that Google's wrong in our, <laughs> in our household. Case, absolutely. What so, we have going on, Google is completely wrong. I am not at all dependent. I mean, maybe I am. Let me let me take that back. Cause maybe maybe Google is a little right. Maybe a little right. There's maybe like four or five of them that you maybe uh, fall under out of the what is that fourteen or fifteen? There's a lot of them. But I am mildly aggressive when I'm very passionate about some something. I'm mildly mildly aggressive. I am intradependent. Is that how you say it? I think so. Intradependent. Maybe you just made up a new word. I'm not no. sure, but go for it. <laughs> I it might. I mean, you might be right. I, I just. I'm dependent on you in certain ways, but I'm also independent. Extremely, in my personal opinion. Yes. Um. I am not, not easily, easily influenced, influenced at all. When I have my mind made up about something, then you're going to be able to tell. That's me. it. Unless you bring me uh, concrete evidence on why I need to change my mind about whatever, then I'm not changing my mind. I'm working on being submissive. I think I have gotten a lot better at being submissive. What do you think? Uh, I think you've been working on it, and I appreciate you doing so. Have I gotten better at being submissive? I, I don't ask that of you a lot, though. So I, I really, but you don't I really have don't. to ask that question. I think that I'm, I'll just be submissive sometimes. I'm just submissive sometimes. If you don't get your hat off of social media, 
and stuff like that. We are in the middle of a podcast. And if this, you don't, you're supposed to be paying attention to what's I going am. on here. Not on social media. I'm paying attention. See, this is what I be talking about. <laughs> you worried about the wrong thing. You talking? No, I'm, I'm trying not to worried to about you. the wrong thing. So if you listening to me, listen to me. That's how when you was talking, I you had my undivided attention. Yeah. Um. So I'm submissive in certain ways. I'm not passive at all. I'm home oriented. Yes, I love to be home in my house with my family and my people. Um. My emotions. I don't know. Am, am I emotional? Do I, well, my feelings get hurt? I don't. I wouldn't say that they get hurt easily, or you show that they get hurt easily. Maybe they do, but I've never seen you easily display hurt, uh, hurt feelings based on something somebody said or done. Yeah, me neither. Um, I'm indecisive only when it comes to food and what I'm gonna wear if I'm going out. Those are the two things that I'm indecisive about. I love to talk. I think actually most of my my things are very masculine when it comes to gender roles. I'm blunt. Um, I don't cry much. Um, I'm a lot more. I'm tough. I'm decisive sometimes. I'm worldly. What does worldly mean? Uh, I would assume that it means that you're just somebody that's out. And outgoing would rather be outside of the home. You no, know, doing not, things. I'm not like that. Um, yeah, so that's that's what I think. I think, no, we don't fit those things. Like, you cook and clean and stuff. And I cook and clean, too. But, like, you cook and you clean the bathrooms and you cook breakfast and, you you know, you do those types of things. Well, I think if we're, we're going to express it co- uh, correctly, we just... We've looked at the situation and made it work for us. Um, certain things that come from a physical standpoint of cooking, cleaning, um, taking care of the children, washing cars, paying bills. We looked at it and said, this will be best if we tag team this. Not, hey, you are in charge of all cleaning in the house. And if the cleaning is not done, then it is that falls on you or you are in charge of bringing home all monies into the house. And if the money doesn't get here, the bills don't get paid, then that is your, your fault. That falls under your category of getting things done. Uh, you are in charge of discipline of the children while I am in charge of the clothing and cleanliness of the children. We have taken those and said to ourselves, we're going to do everything that works in our situation. Do the kids need do, does the house need, do we all need, and if one of the two of us can take on said role, that's what we've done. So for us, that's the way we've made it make sense. I don't think we fall onto, uh, or under those guidelines or what society would say those guidelines are by any stretch of the imagination. I cook, I clean, I help with the children, um, I bring home money, you know, whatever it is that's said to be done or said to be needed to be done. We we share in that you cook, you clean, you help with the children, you bring home money, um, you don't wash cars, but that's fine. No, I be trying to help wash cars. That's true. You don't want to clean the bathrooms though, but no. whichever way it goes, we all have what we've seen gender roles be def- defined as, and in our household, it just doesn't work for us to say that one person is set to take care of this, based on and the other person is um is not. Um, 
you have any more remarks on that on that particular topic? No, and I don't have any hard nose when it comes to gender roles, except for cleaning the toilet. Well, we should definitely pose the question so people know what you're talking about no. as opposed to you just jumping in and answering it. So the next question to that, or my next question was, is what is a hard no for you based on your gender and society's definition? So in this case, um, you know, Juicy's saying that she doesn't have any hard no's, but what if, you know, you were put in a position to have to make a decision? So, for example, if I was like, listen, man, I'm no longer cleaning the bathrooms. You know, it's a woman's job to clean the bathroom. <laughs> if or, you tell me that, the bathroom would just be dirty as fuck and I won't do it. It's or, a woman's job to clean the bathroom. Or it's a woman's job to cook. I'm not cooking breakfast no, anymore. Ma'am. I know I'm the person that takes care of breakfast. I'm not no. a man, I'm a sir. Uh, no, sir. I should see. I knew I should have went over my uh, my pronouns <laughs> earlier. That would have really identified who was who and what's what. But um, you know, I'm no longer cooking breakfast. I know I make the better breakfast out of the two of us. Or I'm no I'm no longer ironing clothes because I think I iron better than you. But I do, bro. Don't be you mad. You do not Don't iron be better than me. I got skills, man. You, you know, know what, baby? You do iron better. That's than right. Me. We knew that already. You do so a why great you acting? Awesome. awesome. That's why I'm gonna put a crease in your pants the next the next time. I, I might want to crease in my pants next time. So, but um, you know, I'm I'm never gonna cook again. This is a woman's job. I already bought home the meat. Now I have to cook it too. Cook it and clean. I uh, clean it and cook it too. Like, would any of that stuff be a hard no for you that you had to solely take on the responsibility of cooking, or you had to solely take on the responsibility of cleaning. So, if I had to solely take on those responsibilities, i.e., if I was single and I had to clean my bathroom and cook and clean and take out the trash and wash my car and change a tire. By the way, I know how to change a tire. I'm very good at it. Um, Or whatever other things that it is that I need to do, if I had to do it, then yes, I would do it. So, I guess... In essence, no, there's not really a hard no. But in my relationship, in my household, though, if you were to come home and tell me, Juicy, it is no, it's not a man's job to clean the bathroom and I'm not going to do it anymore. We will have a huge argument and the shit just will never get clean. Like I will literally just refuse to do it because how are you going to tell me it's not a man's job? Who do you think you are? about man job and woman job oh that won't happen it would be a big blow up now if you came home and say well juicy you know what i'm going to i think that we should take turns cleaning the bathroom that's a different conversation i'll say okay jason no problem well i know who i married so i would never walk in the house and say that so let's just start there uh but two there are guys that come home and say this to their wife or even setting that expectation as they're moving forward towards marriage hey listen i am not doing these things because they don't fall under the man category or what i think not even society but what i think a man should have to take take on that's true and if they have signed up for for that from the beginning then that's their role but i just think that uh and from our experience it flows better if we take on the things that we are better at and the person the other person picks up the slack in the areas that we aren't. And I think that that's what most people or how most people should address relationships. We should go into these things with open eyes and say, there is no cookie cutter form 
There's no cookie cutter form for what a man should do. There's no cookie cutter form for what a woman should do. And we should make this relationship work the best way it works for us, whatever that might be. The guy might be the better cook. He might be the better person at being clean. The woman might be the better person at making money. She may be better at, um, what do they call these things? Uh, uh, Financial organization and ensuring that bills get paid and get paid on time. So if that's the case, what? I'm listening. So if that's the case, then I think that everybody should go into and we tell this is some of the bigger, most advice. Uh, Some of the best advice that we've given each other or given other people is to make Make your your relationship. Make your own relationship. That's correct. Correct. (laughs) Correct. That's right. (laughs) Make your relationship your own. Uh, Whatever that might be. Whatever it is, um, whatever the roles are, whatever you think it should be, you guys talk about it, come to an understanding, and then move forward. Because if you try to force somebody into a cookie-cutter mold, everybody's an individual, everybody grew up different. Even if you live directly across the street from each other, your family knew each other your whole lives, you went to same elementary school, same middle school, same high school, same college. When you guys get in a household together, your house is going to views. absolutely you're gonna have different views, and you're gonna have to blend those two views to make them make sense. We had a lot of trouble doing that in the beginning. Yes, but eventually we stopped butting heads and had simple and uh, concise conversations about what should and shouldn't happen, what we are and aren't good at, and where the other person can pick up slack for us. Yes, we did. And I'm very thankful for those things. I'm thankful that you were open-minded enough to have the conversation. Um, Because that's another thing. People are often so hell-bent on making life work based on the picture that they have in their head. And if if it doesn't work that way, then they just don't want to do it. And I think that it's great that both of us were open-minded enough to say, hey, let's sit down and make sure that this works for us. As opposed to making it work for whatever cookie cutter uh, definition we had for it before. I agree. So the next question that we have is, would you mind not, I'm sorry, would you, well, what role would you not mind filling that is deemed a role of the opposite sex? So for me, what role would I not mind filling? Um, I wouldn't mind washing the car. Yeah, but I was thinking more along the lines of like the big <laughs> things, like being the breadwinner. Would you mind? Okay, so this is a thing Would for I a lot of guys. Yeah, this is a lot of thing for guys because guys feel like they can't or shouldn't have a woman that makes more money than them. I've never, ever felt that way, by the way. I, I, that just doesn't make sense to me. Uh, you know, whatever I bring to the table as far as finances go, I'm going to bring to the table as far as finances go, regardless. However, there are guys that just feel like, you know, we shouldn't. There are guys who um, feel like women shouldn't make more money than them because they are going to go out and, you know, eventually throw it up in the man's face that he uh, makes less than her or is less than her because he doesn't make it make as much money. Some women actually feel like their man should make more money than them or 
or they should be paying the bulk of the bills in the house. They should be the one that's taking care of the finances. At, at, at I feel like that. I can agree with that. I feel like men should be the ones that take care of the bulk of the bills in the house. If they are the breadwinner. If they are not the breadwinner. Okay, so I lied. So I feel like the person who makes the most money should be the person who takes care of the bulk of the bills. Because there's no way if you make $12 an hour and I make $55 an hour, you should be paying the mortgage or the rent of the house. Like, there's no way that you should be doing that. Right. There's no way that you will probably be capable of doing that. I mean, we can stay in the poker means, so maybe. Just saying. It's just... <laughs> but my, my point is, is that would you would you want to take on that role and be the person that is the breadwinner and pays for everything while uh let's say for example the man takes on the role of what's traditionally called the woman's role of you know cooking cleaning washing clothes taking care of the house making sure the kids I are good i wouldn't mind that as long as you're doing something if you're sitting in the house doing nothing i'm gonna have a problem with that like i have a huge problem with with people not just like you, but like people in the world that's just sitting in the house on the phone all day, like on Instagram, Facebook, playing the game. And it's stuff around the house that need to get done. Or there's things that you could be doing to be a better person. I have a huge problem with that. That really, 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 really irritates me a lot. So as long as you're not sitting around doing something like that, I'm fine. What are you looking at? What happened? Oh, okay. Um, so as long as you're not doing that, I am perfectly fine. But the minute that I feel like you're sitting around just doing nothing, then yeah, I'll have a huge issue with that. Well, I can understand why you would. I mean, nobody wants to feel like somebody is leeching off of them or just enjoying the spoils of whatever it is that uh that the other partner is bringing home. But then let's flip that for a second because there are guys that are literally taking care of women. Like, this doesn't happen vice versa a whole lot. At least you don't hear about it a whole lot. But there are guys who walk out the house every day, go and make $300,000 a year. Their wife doesn't do anything but cook, clean, and have... I mean, not necessarily cook and clean. Maybe they got somebody to do it for them and have sex with them or shop. Um and you know guys are perfectly fine with it. So you, in your 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 uh, personal opinion, wouldn't mind playing that role, that role of the breadwinner coming home, as long as they, as long as you felt like that person was trying to better themselves. What if they didn't have a job? What if they were a felon, and they couldn't find a job? However, however, they you know they cook, they clean, they made sure the kids were straight. Your clothes were always up. You doing something. You're not just so that's your definition of doing something, not doing something to try to better yourself. No, I said as long as you're doing something, as long as you're not sitting on the couch playing a video game or looking at Facebook and Instagram all day and there's stuff in the house that need to be done, I'm fine as long as you're doing something. The minute that I come home and the house is in disarray and all you've been doing, I looked on the cameras and all you've been doing all day is sitting your ass on the couch doing nothing. I'm gonna have a problem. Understood. I mean, I would, I would assume, and there are men that have problems with that as well. So, as a breadwinner, okay, well, you, but the question to be to answer the question, you wouldn't mind doing that as long as somebody was filling some sort of role. Yes, I don't want to have to do everything. Got it. For me, um, 
I think I am a Swiss Army knife. I try my best to do it all, you know, go get money and come home and help out. But if I was defined to cooking and cleaning only, I, I'd like to think, <laughs> I'd like to think that I'd be able to fill that role and just, you know, hey, this is what I got. Would I mind doing it? No. But at the same time, I'm nervous because I feel like. I would get bored or I would just drive myself crazy in the house. I know there's always something to do. There's always a bed to be made. There's always clothes to be picked up, washed, clean. There's always cleaning to do, sweeping, mopping. We have dogs. So those are uh, those are things that are the that will uh you know fall in the category and category cooking is of fun. stuff to do. I'm sorry. Cooking is fun. To you. Yeah, I love cooking. And to you can you. get cookbooks and to you. do different but I'm saying it doesn't have to be something that's bored or monotonous. Well, you can again, actually do th- stuff. There are people who just don't feel like it's something that's fun. Even if you do try and make new things, it's like, okay, I made it. There are people who are amazing at cooking and don't like doing it. But it's just not fun for everybody. Being over a stove, mixing dirty, I mean, mixing stuff, cleaning up dirty dishes after the fact, you know, all of that stuff is uh, is out of everybody, out of certain people's definition. So I'm saying I'd like to think that I would be able to fill that role. I'm not absolutely certain that I can, but I'd like to think that I would be able to do that role without, you know, buckling under the pressure, so to speak. Well, hmm. I hope you would be able to do it. Because pretty soon I'm going to be a million dollar, uh, what you call it, real estate agent. And that's what your ass going to have to do. Sit at home, take care of the kids. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to end this podcast here because <laughs> I didn't even know that I was about to become a housewife. Nobody told me. I didn't sign up for that. There's no there's no precursor for that. That just came out of the blue right now. Like, oh, I'm going to be a million dollar agent and you're going to sit at home and take care of babies. No, I'm just kidding. And booties all day. That's not what you're going to do. What you're going to be, you're going to be my assistant. You're going to go on my showings for me. Again, we're going to end this podcast <laughs> right here. And... <laughs> We obviously need to have a conversation about our gender roles and our relationship because obviously she's dominated it now. Now she's taking over and this is the direction we're going in. (laughs) So uh, we really do appreciate you guys taking the time out to listen to our podcast. Once again, this is Big Talk with Juicy and Jason. We're going to try to... uh, Juicy Juicy and and Big Big Daddy. Daddy. I'm sorry. I call myself Jason. Big Talk with Juicy and Big Daddy. Make sure you guys tune in next time on our next episode. Make sure you like, subscribe. Make sure you tune in. We're going to try to get these out to you guys every week so we can have a new topic. And please respond, comment. Let us know if you want to hear us talk about anything in particular, any critiques that you have about the show. We're more than open to hear about them. Even you guys who are going to be trolling in the background, please, by all means, bring it. We're ready. What you say, Juicy? (laughs) Bring it on. Make sure you share with your friends as well. Share, share, share. That's the best way to promote our black excellence among our com- amongst our community. Absolutely. Please make sure that you guys share with everyone. All right, so it's been real. Talk to you guys next um, Sunday. This is gonna be phenomenal. So keep up with Big Talk with Juicy and Big Daddy. With Juicy and Big Daddy. That's right. <laughs>
is you. I'm thinking of A. How you move from A, A to Z. It can be up to me because you don't know who I was before you. And basically, you see the change in me. I'll be losing. No, I don't. Uh. <laughs> I think you passed that part. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.